Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Lowest close for the VIX since 1993. S&P and NASDAQ both advanced to records. They spent much of the day fluctuating, but the S&P 500 index gained less than half a point to 2399.38. NASDAQ is at 6102, up a point again there of less than one-tenth of one percent. The Dow higher by five points to 21,012. The 10-year down 10.30 seconds at yield 2.39%. Gold down 40 cents the ounce to 12.26, a drop there of less than one-tenth of one percent. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Was covered with snow. So was the turnpike from Stockbridge to Boston. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets. Carol Masser along with Corey Johnson. We are live from the Greater Boston Chamber of Commerce Annual Meeting. Ken Feinberg is with us, attorney at the law offices of Kenneth R. Feinberg and administrator of the One Fund Boston. But he also has uh, been administrator to uh, various compensation programs, 9-11, I think about BP, uh, TARP. Um, Snow on the turnpike from Stockbridge to Boston is the only thing he hasn't been involved in. <laughs> no natural disaster has yet to get involved in. Nice to have you back with us. Um, you are giving the keynote also this evening. I am um, indeed. What, what, what is it that you want to tell the business community here in Boston? Well, the business community in Boston in particular, you talk about being community-oriented mm-hmm. and being resilient and coordinating in the time of unexpected tragedy. I remember after the Boston Marathon bombings, uh, President Obama came to Boston and said, there's a little bit of Boston in all of us. Mm. And I think that's true. And I'm here tonight really to thank Boston and Boston's, Boston businesses for how they stepped up. So quickly. $61 million know, in 90 days. It's remarkable. And um, the way that they rallied around the victims and the mayor mm-hmm. and the governor uh, I'm here to say thank you tonight on behalf of One Fund Boston. What was that like for Boston to uh, sort of the recovery process? I mean, you've seen the recovery process uh, in New York. You've seen it. You saw it at Katrina. Um, and I wonder how, what was uniquely Boston about that? Well, what was really unique, uh, I can't speak too much for the recovery process. What I can tell you is in my career, I have never seen a community and a nation, frankly, rally around a city um, after those marathon bombings. One thing I've learned in what I do, never underestimate the charitable impulse of the American people. Uh, It was astounding to me. Um, it's interesting. You, you've been a busy man and you, you sat down too because you have, um, had a special evening last night as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Last night was the 100th anniversary celebration of the birth of President John F. Kennedy, a fair-haired son of Boston. I do remember. And uh, we were at the presidential library, the JFK Presidential Library, and quite an evening, President, former President Obama and Michelle Obama, uh, Vice President Joe Biden, Secretary of State John Kerry, Caroline Kennedy mm. back from Japan, where she was the ambassador to the United States to Japan, and we were all gathered, there were about 800 people at the library, uh, to celebrate uh, President Obama receiving 
the Profile and Courage Award from the library. Right. And uh, participating, gave a wonderful talk. And it was quite an evening of nostalgia and remembrance and, I might say, optimism about the future. Well, well, that's interesting that you say that because I think about all the things that you've worked on, um, Ken, where you often had to bring together various parties uh, to come to a solution, to come to some co- compensation terms or what have you. You know, we are in a time where there is so much divisiveness. Boston does seem to be a place where different sides can get together, debate, and come to some decision. What is your advice to the rest of the country? Well, let me just say, uh, I'm, I'm fortunate in the sense that when I get involved, at, uh, when policymakers, a president, a congress, a governor, a mayor, when they ask me to get involved after some sort of national tragedy, right. the marathon bombings, 9-11, the Virginia Tech shootings, mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Sandy Hook Elementary School, those 25 right. first graders that were killed. I find that after tragedy, America rallies around the victims. It's not politics as usual. It's not polarizing. It's not red state, blue state, liberal, conservative, Democrat, Republican. So um, I benefit from what you seek, your yeah. question, which is consensus. The view that these people, there but for fortune, innocent victims, let's all put aside our differences and rally around those those poor, grieving families. And that really helps. Uh, I think, as President Obama last night said, that the arc of justice, it, it sometimes isn't linear. It goes up, it goes down, it's curving. One day you're in the valley, the next day on the mountaintop. But eventually we as a people get there. And I think that this too shall pass, this polarization politically. And I think that uh, there'll be some common purpose, some common objective, and hopefully sooner rather than later. You've done, uh, you've been involved with so many of these, and I wonder if there's a particular skill set that you think or that you've built up over time uh, that that makes you better qualified to do this than you were when you first did it. Well, I'll tell you what's the most important, and that is empathy. Anytime I get a call, I pick up a newspaper, uh uh-uh, a tragedy, there's going to be a compensation program, and they're going to ask me, I brace myself. Because it's not the, it's not difficult designing and administering compensation programs. It's not. Mm. What's difficult is the emotion that goes with it. I don't even know how you could do that. Oh, I, I, yeah. Debilitating. I, I found it harder and harder in my career to cover uh, natural disasters, yeah. not unnatural disasters, terrorist attacks and stuff. I, I just find myself emotionally, it's, it's, it's harder now than it was the first time around. It's debilitating. I'll never forget after 9-11, a woman came to see me sobbing. Mr. Feinberg, I lost my husband in the World Trade Center. He was a fireman. And he left me with our two children, six and four. Now, you're going to give me two and a half million dollars. I want it in 30 days. And I said to her, I said, Mrs. Jones, uh, this is public money. It may take 90 days or, or 100 days. Why do you need it in 30 days? She goes, why? I'll tell you why. I have terminal cancer. I was going to, my husband was going to survive me and take care of our two children. I only have 10 weeks to live. Now they're going to be orphans. And I have got to get this money while I still have my faculties and, and set up a program. 
So we rushed the money through, and eight weeks later, she died. And, I mean, it it is that emotional part of the job. It's not the dollars and cents and the calculations. That's relatively straightforward. It's the stories you hear that are chilling. And that uh, make the job so. And is that is has that gotten easier? No. Has it gotten more difficult? It's, the, it's, it's always difficult. Yeah. And the only uh, you insulate yourself a little bit if, if here in Boston, if Mayor Menino or Governor Patrick asked you to do it, you do it. Mm. President Obama after BP, President Bush after nine eleven. Well, you're being asked to do a job, but easy. The emotion is never never easy. Have you ever said no? Uh, no, if if you try saying no to a president or a governor. Yeah, I guess that would be I pretty mean, tricky. <laughs> it's pretty hard. But uh, you do the best you can and you get through it. Ken, thank you very much. Ken Feinberg, uh, attorney with, of course, his offices of Ken Feinberg, uh, and an administrator of the One Fund boss. I'm really glad to, to have some time with you today. Thank That's you. Thank you. Ed Baxter is with us right now in our uh, 960 studios uh, in uh, back in San Francisco. Ed, what's yeah, going no, on? Boy, some stories there. My gosh. Yeah, um, yeah amazing, right? Oh, wow. Um, we're going to do a lot of politics today, recap of the French elections. It really, this is interesting. It's a real interesting time. What happened there goes way against Brexit, way against the U.S. Olivia Marshall joins us also. A publicist group, Maurice Levy, joins us. We'll do that. We'll also check bipartisanship in the United States. That's coming up on Bloomberg Best right around the bend. All right.